0: 1-0 raise, the pitch, swing and a high fly ball. Deep right center field. Siri at the wall, and it's gone! Mitchell looks
1: for 70. <laughs> a sight to behold. He can't stop smiling, Brad. He was playing just
0: fantastic basketball. Here it comes. A swing and a liner back up the middle base, hit into center. Here comes Quan. here comes Rosario
2: the Guardians win! Are you ready? For the We like Sports podcast, stay tuned and hear the latest on what the crew has to say regarding the latest sports topics nationally and locally. Make sure to check out welikesportspc.com and to subscribe on all podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at welikesportspc.com. And
3: welcome to the We Like Sports Show. I'm your host, Eddie Columbus, with my co-host Keith. How's it going, Keith?
0: What's going on, Ed? How are you doing today?
3: I'm doing better than yesterday. And like I said, I spent a lot of time with Keith yesterday. We were on Locked On Sports 216. We did a pre and a post-game show. And let's just say this: the pre was better than the post, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Say it in the evil laugh. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty evil. I'll try to to join you with that one. I mean, that's just, well, what a debacle yesterday on the lakefront. I know we we touched on it a lot yesterday, but for our We Like Sports audience, I guess the only thing I got to say is how disappointed I am. Not that they lost because, look, in an NFL football game, things happen. But the way that it happened and the play calling of Kevin Stefanski, and the defense wasn't as advertised yesterday. We'll go into it when we go around the NFL, but uh, I guess I just want your quick take uh, right now to to, to spice it up up a little bit. (laughs) As
0: far as the Browns, uh, yesterday was a game that, honestly, you probably don't want to see no film.
4: (laughs) That's true.
0: Especially if you're on offense, you don't want to see no film from yesterday. You just want to go into the bye week and really – Be ready to go in two weeks. For real,
3: for real. Be ready to go. Ready to go. But you know what we are on the We Like Sports? We are ready to go. We have a new sponsor. Guess what? It's Dubby time. It's Dubby time. I want to say this. You want an energy drink that you can mix at home that doesn't give you the jitters or make you crash. Don't want that. If so, (laughs) then try Dubby. Their products have no calories, no sugar, no melto- dextrin whatever that is they don't have it that's a good thing no fillers and no artificial colors w has great flavors such as dragonade galaxy grenade beach and peach and dub sludge that sounds good dub sludge right there (laughs) sounds like a dub sounds like they're winning so head on over to w.gg use the coupon code we like sports to get 10 percent off your order our friends over at w have clean energy Help you be better. So that's always a good thing. So shout out to Dubby. They're a new sponsor and everything. So check their uh energy products out. Like I said, they got it. Seems like they got none of the bad stuff and all of the good stuff. So unlike that's unlike a brown thing, game That's a good thing. Also, uh, head on over to Official League. Uh, they got cool hats and such. Uh, so you want to check them out at Official League. And also, Keith, check out the Snooze You Lose podcast with Uncle Joe the Black Bookie. He will get you set. For Sunday, the snooze you lose pick of the week. Who doesn't want to add more coins to your man purse? And also, like our friends over at Tight Nutrition, if you're looking for a good protein product, then head on over to Tight Nutrition, uh, backslash we like sports. So shout out to them as well. But uh, happy to have W on board. Look at that. Check, check that out right there. That, don't got Casey, but we got Keats Guns out today. Hey, Nothing like wrong with Ice it. cube,
0: 16 ice inches, cube. look.
3: <laughs> Today was a good day. Today was a good day, that's right.
0: What's up? It's your boy Uncle Joe, the Black Bookie. Don't go anywhere as you're listening to the We Like Sports Podcast. Once the show is over, tune in and subscribe to the Snooze You Lose Podcast, available on all streaming platforms. Our show is a sports and a sports betting podcast where the motto is and always will be, win together, lose together. So tune in,
2: and like I always say, Snooze You Lose. What's going on? We like sports podcast fans. We wanted to take the time to tell you about our great friends at Sidelines Sports Bar and Grill. Sidelines is known to have the best wings in the Cleveland area with over 30 different wing flavors, including our favorite, the spicy honey blast. Sidelines also has their steak special every Wednesday all day for only $9. You get a perfect eight on strip steak served with your choice of a baked potato or fries with a side salad with the dressing of your choice. This great deal is for dining only. Stop in to see our friends at Sideline Sports Bar and Grill at 1165 Pearl Road in Brunswick Ohio again that's 1165 Pearl Road in Brunswick Ohio or give them a call for takeout at 330-220-0888 330-220-0888 Sideline Sports Bar and Grill for nights you never remember but the friends you'll never forget
3: that's right and you know what Keith do you, do you hear that do you, do you hear that i'm i'm starting to I hear, hear something faintness coming of close i I think i know what you're talking about and that would be breaking news that's right this is eddie columbus with you we like sports break the united states got totally obliterated by team europe at the Ryder cup luckily for team Mm. usa nobody was paying attention because everyone's minds were fixated with the ongoing taylor swift travis kelsey relationship sweet like honey (laughs) karma is a cat purring in my lap because it loves me Okay, maybe it's me Uh, that I'm going today. And next, the Milwaukee Bucks traded for all-star Damian Lillard. The bad news for Dame is Milwaukee is not Miami. The good news is there is mm -hmm. enough quality beer in Milwaukee for him to get totally wasted that he might think he's in Miami. (laughs) And finally, thank God, because who writes this junk, the Cleveland Browns got totally dismantled by the Ravens on Sunday. Backup Browns quarterback Dorian Thompson-Robinson, or as the kids like to call him, DTR, looked horrible throwing the football. Maybe DTR stands for don't throw run. And this is in columbus with you. We like <laughs> breakhead news. Don't throw run.
0: <laughs>
4: and another thing, oh, Keith. Man.
3: Another another uh, tidbit to this breaked news. I am sworn to silence or whatever the term may be, but I'm sworn not to say, but check out. We Like Sports, check us out on our website at welikesportspc.com. Check us out at our our, our X page or Twitter page, whatever the kids call it. But we will have a major announcement coming soon. So you okay. want to check that out? So just All right. you know. oh, I'll tell you what. You know how blessed are we? I just I did break Ed news, which I love breaking news. Can't lie, it's about me. I love it, and uh, we got to talk about a major, major announcement. But we got the fellow, so let's bring on Casey. Yeah. Let's bring on Peyton. What's up, my guy? Whoa, Whoa.
5: Whoa, it's like we're back oh in. Oh my life. God,
3: is that Baker? What's going on at the bottom?
0: <laughs>
5: That's oh my
4: right.
0: You got shaved and. Every- Oh my! <laughs> me wow. and Peyton both shaved. Dude, this was a an <laughs> event. And Vince, are the odds.
3: <laughs> welcome. <laughs> the real Peyton I, Vince is on here today. So I don't. I do
1: not know any breaking uh, breaking news. I know the breakhead news, but I don't know the breaking news. To stay tuned. So even I'm on the fence on that one. Well, like I said, Peyton has
3: sworn me to to silence, <laughs> and I can I cannot say a word. I cannot say a word. But.
2: Man, who I knew Peyton to know this information, you know? Well, you know, I mean,
3: <laughs> But like I said, Peyton, you do a better job. Tell the audience there's breaking news coming. So so where where should they go? What should they do? Because I, I'm excited. I, I know what it is, and I'm excited, you know what I'm saying? So I know you gotta be excited as well. And our audience will be excited. So so cash it out again. Let let them know. Let them know, Peyton Vince, because I'm excited that you're here.
2: Yeah, well, for one, make sure to t- uh, check us out on social media at we Like Sports PC. Stay tuned to X now because that's what we call it. It's not Twitter anymore. The Bird's Dead. Yeah. Um, but anyway, stay tuned on that. Stay tuned to the website, com, And also stay tuned to us on Mondays, 5.30 to 6.30 slash 7 o'clock because we don't know any time difference whatsoever. Sometimes we're an hour, sometimes we're an hour and a half. Keith is promptly an hour and 15 minutes. Any longer, he's got to go. <laughs> but without a doubt, though, guys, stay tuned to us. And within probably the next week or so, we'll be having news on all of our, our platforms. So stay tuned and, Something to be excited about. Absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, check that out. But
3: Casey, I want to get because you're looking, you're looking dapper today. I, I, I must say, is it because Baker Mayfield's doing good? Is that why we? Should, what is going on? <laughs> I
1: don't know. After watching that Browns game, I went into depression. So, you know, how, how disappointing that was.
3: Yeah, correct, correct. Being a Steelers fan, I'm sure you're not as excited as well as us Browns fans for Ooh. your team's that's, performance
2: yesterday. That's also why I shaved, because after watching the <laughs> Steelers game, what had happened was was that I decided to shave. Nah, that was about a week ago. This was back when they actually won a game against Vegas. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I guess that. my superstition, that's what's going on. Hey, shout well, out to I mean, Sean.
3: Shout out to Sean. He's one of our writers over at We Like Sports, so you want to check him out. He, he writes some... Cool articles and uh he's in the house and I want to give him a shout out. So shout out to Sean.
2: <laughs> nine a.m. I mean, tomorrow as well. He has the trade scenario for uh the Colts possibly that he threw a suggestion out there and it's gonna be posted nine a.m. tomorrow. We like sportspc.com. <laughs> Make sure to check that out too. Are, are we trading
1: of um, away? Is that the deal? Ed's going.
2: Oh uh, man! Ed's for uh, a player to be named later. player. Yeah. I yeah. always most M- M- Cleveland trades go with that. Yes, day, the so. player
3: to be named later. You know, I was thinking maybe a, a you know a, a thing of a balls or whatever like that, but the player to be named later or cash considerations. I always like that one. Cash considerations. Just put it on the card.
2: Yeah. Put, right. <laughs>
3: Charge it to the game here. That's what we're gonna do. But um so I wanted to get you guys because I know Peyton, you got you know you're hopping on, you got to jump off soon. But I, I got to get your takes on uh anything you want because like I said, I, I love it when you, when you bless us with your presence. But what what's pressing with you? Uh, you know, I want I want your take on the Guardians right now. We're gonna hop into a little Major League Baseball because we love baseball on the show. What mm-hmm. are your take? We finished third place. Tito's gone. What are your thoughts about the Guardians' future and what happened this year?
2: It's funny because if you would have given me an option, that would have been the one I would have picked anyways. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. great
3: minds think alike here. I'm starting to become Peyton Vince. I don't know if that's scary or not.
2: (laughs) It is scary because once you end up seeing how passionate of a Guardians fan you are, it's a season. It doesn't necessarily feel like a lost season, but after seeing the Guardians make it into a deep run in the postseason last year, it feels like it's almost as if it's a waste of a season now. Um Now we have to end up waiting to see who the next manager is for the guardians. Is it Sandy Alomar jr? Is it, if that's the case, what's going on? Are you going to end up having Albert Bell as a hitting coach, Manny Ramirez, which rabbit hole are you going to go down? If you have a former Cleveland Indian back in the nineties, become a manager that gives you some hope, but seeing how they did this year near the end, definitely after the trade deadline, you kind of saw that was kind of the direction it was going down. But it's frustrating to say the least, and we have to wait until March slash April to see what's next for the Guardians, let alone before then finding out who's going to be the manager. Do you think,
3: do you Peyton? Do you think they're gonna have a, a, an ongoing coaching search, or do you think it's just gonna be something that they announce like an internal kind of thing? And do you think how soon do you think it's gonna be? Because I, I mean, I don't think they're obviously gonna look for a, a big name because I don't think they want to pay shout out a lot of dollars. I don't think the Buck Showalters are coming or anything like that. I do think it's gonna be somebody that has ties to the organization. But how long do you think this is gonna play out? Because I think as this gets going, I'm more and more, and more interested to
2: see w- what they're gonna do and what direction they're gonna go in. I think by the time the MLB playoffs are over and it's the first day of the official MLB offseason, we're all going to hear an announcement regarding who the manager is. I think within the organization, they already know who it is. It's it, I wouldn't be surprised at the same time if it's DeMarlo Hale, unfortunately. I'm not a big fan of him, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's down that route too because There's so many different, like, I've gone down the rabbit hole of, like, conspiracy theories and Sandy (laughs) Elmore not being an interim general, or not general manager, but an interim manager in the past for the Guardians, too, so I think either way, it's probably one of those two guys, or else it's, I know Kevin Cash has been thrown around, but he's with Tampa for far too long at this point, but I wouldn't be surprised even if it is that route that that's a trade that they make because Tampa and Cleveland have been allies for a while. So who knows what they throw into the play? So to say the least, I think by the time the World Series that lasts out the next day after that happens, you're going to find out who the Guardians manager is. And I think that's more than likely the two possibilities. Wow. And yeah, I want to say shout out to Evan uh, if you want to talk Braves or
3: Notre Dame football. Hey, Notre Dame had a great game this week against Duke. Unlike Ohio State, they actually came and won it in the in the final minutes down at, in the Dukie land. That was fun to watch. And uh, their quarterback on a fourth and 16 ran for a first down. So that was fun. So, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have you back on,
2: Evan. And shout out and thanks for watching us. Also, shout out to Notre Dame's uh, quarterback, too. He's a handsome man. <laughs> I don't know if it's the beard, I don't know if it's the hair, but like, he well, looks we know, like he's we, know be endorses, <laughs> we, we know handsome. His nil endorsements mainly. We know, we know
1: why sports. Peyton came on. We uh, you know
3: Peyton,
2: <laughs> We know handsome
3: on the We Like Sports show. That's why we have Casey coming every week. That's we <laughs> yeah, <like laughs> That's I'm the I, Sam Hartman.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's right. Yeah. Uh, you, Casey, speak, your thoughts you, on the
1: Guardians? Well, speaking of the Guardians, uh, I'm not sure if you guys have seen. I just saw I was browsing X Wall you know beginning of the show here and trevor bauer tweeted I a video that three hours ago I see, I see it's three and a half minutes long um and it seems like it's about whatever happened with him and the, uh, you know the girl so it's interesting i someone that seems like you guys have seen it maybe so you can yes, give me some insight spark note for me but uh yeah what's up with that
2: with the guardians hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. do you want to take it away or is it just the show well you know what i'm glad i'm
3: glad trevor Bowers is, is is coming out and, and speaking because from what Legal i league, saw by the way in his video i think that um he's got some legitimate uh, complaints with major league baseball in the way maybe they handled it and the rush to conclusion of of, of his guilt or innocence i think was you know, it, it dumbfounds me to think that in you know 2023 that we're still. I know this was a couple of years ago, but even still, the fact mm-hmm. that you know people making conclusions and look at Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are culpable in the way that they they handled him, and obviously, like I said, Major League Baseball, and that's the reason why he's over in uh, Asia pitching basically. And uh, from what I saw on that video. Hmm. You know, it 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 kind of it kind of makes me mad because, like, you know, you have this you know this guy that you know it's it's his career, it's his livelihood. No matter what you think about Trevor Bauer, the person, he was or, top.
1: He was top of the like a top pitcher in the league. Like, you know, it, it I was I saw young every year exactly. Like, yeah. and as,
3: maybe as a Cleveland Indians Guardians fan, and because you have 2016 in the World Series and the whole drone thing and everything like that. Like look, Trevor Bauer is one of us when it comes to is he. A different kind of person, yeah. But at the same time, like I don't doubt that he puts in the hard work. He definitely he definitely, oh, he definitely you know, does. He, he tries to be eclectic and eccentric. But at the same time, you know what? He tries to win, and you know what? There's he's gotten better as, as as watching him grow. You know, from the time that he was basically a rookie to to now. You know, with the spin velocity and some of the stuff, he's, he's an educator. One thing about Trevor Bauer, say what you want, he's an educator. He'll go on, he'll make videos. He'll, he'll talk about the new analytics of baseball. He talks about all the, some good and bad things about baseball. So from that standpoint, Trevor, if, if, if like I said, if, if what everything that you put out today is true. I hope you get your justice. And I think that some of the things that were done to you it should not have been done to you. And I hope that someday you can find some peace with that and hopefully get your career back in the major leagues where you
1: need to be. And to I'll sell you, the, I'll the, I'll tell you the, the jersey I have if you wanted. I'll sell you the Bauer jersey I wore. I'm, you me.
3: know what, I, Casey, I'm not dealing with jerseys with you anymore since that Miles' Goff
2: <laughs> thing. We're just going to leave mm-hmm. that. A man with three Baker jerseys is a man that needs to be left alone. But <laughs> to take the Trevor Bauer thing a step further, too, the one thing that I learned from it, too, Casey, it's definitely worth watching when you get a chance too. But the thing is, is his <laughs> argument is that he ended up being that girl, came after him for his money, and the whole entire scenario of keep your friends close but keep your enemies closer, that's, I think, a firm thing because another player in the MLB ended up having a a conversation with this girl as well to get after his money, too, on top of it. And at the same time, Trevor Bauer was on top of his game, like Ed said. So jealousy being you know what jealousy is jealousy is a bitch at the end of the day and karma and jealousy are hand in hand wouldn't it be surprised if they ended up kicking him out of the league or having a plan to get him out of the league because you you gotta get rid of the top dog so you get paid and hmm. the guys, a former MLB pitcher too as well I don't remember the name but he was a Padres yeah And he's not really a name that you remember anymore, but I wouldn't be surprised because he's an accomplice essentially in this scenario. According to Trevor Bauer, he was right. Everything he's done was right on this perspective of waiting and giving it time. If he had to step away from baseball to do this, so be it. But the fact that he waited two years to give his side of the story finally and why he ended up doing a settlement. Probably,
1: Probably because there was, there was, like I said, he didn't want to speak during the whole, He's a very smart problem.
2: man, without a doubt. Trevor Bauer's a smart man. At the end of the day, he knows. He's always treated the media the same way as well with Cleveland, just because he's been the type that he knows he could outsmart you. He might have a double meaning in an answer because he's outsmarted you. He's an, a a sci- He's essentially a rocket scientist. Like that's his type of like education almost, and he just plays baseball. That's it. So on top of his knowledge. He knows what, he knew he was probably had a case this whole entire time, but he had to listen and take the high road, essentially, just so he didn't end up bailing himself out and getting into trouble by knowing I could jump the gun and make this person look like they're in the wrong. But definitely interesting that it comes out today, though, at the conclusion of the regular season of the MLB, Two on top of it counter question for you guys do you think trevor bauer within the next year or so comes back to the mlb now
3: mm. Mm. i hope he's not like a kaepernick i hope major league baseball doesn't blackball him i, I think to payton to your point of i think there were people in high positions in within major league baseball that wanted trevor bauer out because i think trevor bauer is one of those kind of guys that You know, he did expose and and, and would say things that were detrimental maybe to some of the old hats in Major League Baseball. And he's this new school guy and, you know, he's, he's, he's doing things a different way. And one thing about Major League Baseball is they're very reluctant to change. So if you are that kind of guy and you're not doing it on their timetable, then, you know, I'm saying, then maybe they wanted, like I said, wanted him out of, out of the league for, for more of his mouth and what he was saying than actually, you know, what he was doing on the field. So that's kind of, like I said, I think it's just sad as, you know, that, it, that this is true and Trevor Bauer is, you know, totally innocent, of, which, I, like I said, I, I think there's always three sides to a story. He said, she said, and then the truth lies in the middle a little bit, but it looks like it's more on his side. And like I said, you know, people can make an accusation about you. And, and and it's unfortunate that you have to go through all these hoops to try to, you know, prove that you're innocent. And sometimes like, you know, there'll be people out there that don't pay attention to, you know, Casey, they won't see that video. And as soon as you mention Trevor Bauer will think, oh, he's a slime ball. He's this, he's that. And it looks like from the case in, from the case that he made, it looks like convincingly that he's not. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah, so I just I just think it's sad. I just you know forget that it's about sports. It's you know this is I mean he could be a an attorney down the street and somebody say these things about him and he loses his law practice, loses his license, and you know has to go through say he has kids and a family and he's going through all this. I mean it can happen to regular people as well, and you know it just so happens that he's a high profile person as he is, and I, I do think there was some money aspect to it as to why she made some of this stuff up because from the video all that the time. She, yeah, I mean, I mean, and like I said, I mean, this goes into the whole Deshaun Watson thing. It goes so anytime you're a high profile person, you have to watch what you do because if if you give people an inch, they're going to take a mile, especially when there's money involved and, and the kind of money that we're talking about here. It's 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 sad. It's just it's just a sad story, and I hope I hope someday that he does pitch back in the major leagues again because he is such a talent, and he was fun even when he threw the ball in Kansas City, like a Tito moment when Tito comes to the mound in Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> and launches that ball to center field. You know what? Maybe not not exactly what you want to do, but guess what? We've all been at work someday. We've all had bosses. We've all been in situations where, guess what? Maybe not a baseball, but something else that we had at
2: work. We want to give it the old heave-ho, and he got he did that for a, a regular guy out there. So shout out to Trevor Casey, on that. Casey and I just go the opposite route, and whenever work, stresses it out, uh, whenever work stresses us out, we end up deciding to shave. So obviously, oh, okay, fair we, just, well, we throw go. our facial hair in the sink, usually. Bad <laughs> <head> exchanges. <laughs> Yeah. So you
1: guys have the matching, you got the the
2: white on on top. We got,
1: you know, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I is. think
0: he's gonna get in the mate I think he's gonna get back in the major leagues one day. Cause how old is he? About thirties, early thirties. Probably early
2: thirties, I think. By I was in middle
1: thirties, but I don't
2: you think he's look. that
3: old. I think he's like early 30s or something. Casey, like we that. need you. We need you on the scoop right here for the We Like Sports he, Trevor that's, Bauer. Casey's our guru right here. Actually, he's just got technology in front of his face quicker than I can, so that's why I called him. Guru,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. He was born in. Speaking okay. of guru, I got a fun one for you later. Don't you worry. Okay. I guess 32. 32? Oh, 32? 32. Yeah.
0: He got oh, time. Got yeah. He got time. Plus, he doesn't yeah. get injured. So, I mean, well, not injured as far as his arm arm structure injuries like that so
3: somebody Mm -hmm.
0: will come calling
3: trust me absolutely well you know i'm glad we got you on peyton for a little bit because you know i i I, we're gonna uh, rearrange the show a little bit because of it because we love baseball so much on the show major league baseball playoff bracket came out with obviously we have the Orioles with the one seed, the the Strohs with the two seed, and that's in the AL. And the Atlanta and the Dodgers one and two in the NL. But we got some fun wild card matchups, and I want your takes on these ones. Twins have lost eighteen straight playoff games. They Damn. get the Toronto Blue Jays. What do you guys? What do you guys see in that
2: series? It's history repeats itself. The Twins end up losing, probably in reality. And then you're just going to be even more frustrated as a Guardians fan because you're going to realize that if they were there, they probably could have beat Toronto. And then you go down the rabbit hole of playing, what if they made it? And honestly, it's a question mark as to how the Twins made it there. Obviously, they were the better team. But, like, if the Guardians – this is the part when you're a Guardians fan, you kick yourself for the majority of these trades, at least at the moment. You trade somebody like Josh Bell. He's in the playoffs now with Miami. You end up trading – Uh, Aaron Savali, he's in the playoffs. You trade Amid Rosario, he's in the playoffs and all these guys in reality, the future wasn't bright for in Cleveland and you ended up getting great prospects. But right now at the moment, as we talk in October for 2023, that's where the frustration comes into play. But I think the twins, they might be able to win one game, but I don't think, I don't think highly of them. I'd be honest. Casey. Um... I mean, if you look at the, the two
1: teams they're you know, uh, records nearly the same, you know, only two game difference. Um, and that's what the Blue Jays have an advantage. And like, like Peyton said, though, it's the central. So are the twins really the twins? But I, what I think going into this year, we talked about it prior, is the difference in this season compared to other. I feel like other records throughout the years is they played every team home and away. Right, so they weren't playing that AL Central and AL East more than like they usually play. No, they were playing instead of 19 games, they're played
3: played 13 times, so six less games for each central opponent
1: exactly. So that's a that's a good chunk of games that could sway. So, like if you look at the the, the twins, let's just say, and that was like how it was last year, who says they don't win 10 more games, five more games, right? Because they're playing weak competition. And and I feel like we kind of struggled against our team, we lost the Royals. Um the mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Less lost to the Tigers. I mean, I don't think Wait,
2: we did. Bo against her bad, batted his weight though, from what I've seen. Killed his weight. Yeah. Thank you, Peyton. Thank you.
3: I want to say this because I have been sending this all year. People will come at me and I said, Bo Naylor will hit his weight. His weight is 205. And, and, and he definitely hit above that. And I think we finally got a, a catcher of the future, which, you know, Peyton, you said earlier about a lost season. And I think, yeah, anytime you don't make the playoffs, especially coming off a 92 win season. But I do think there were some things that we, we kind of got figured out. We do have a catcher of the future. Our pitching staff, if, if, if we didn't have this type of season that we had would Gavin Williams have gotten in would Logan Allen have gotten in would T- Tanner Bybee gotten in. So maybe having those three young studs coming up and p- pitching, maybe it got accelerated because of the type of season we had. Maybe it's a blessing mm-hmm. in this moving forward. So, you know, but it, it, you know what, as a Cleveland guardians fan, it was a disappointment. We haven't won a championship since
2: 1948. Hmm. Hmm. We ain't getting younger. Well, the, the one positive
1: I want to give you, Ed, is the Bo Naylor thing. You said we got a catcher, right? Um, I was listening to the radio when I was in Cleveland one of the – I forgot what game it was, but they said on the radio um, Bo Naylor has started slowing every single um, team he's been on, right? So moving his ways up through the the rankings of, you know, Cleveland, He struggled in every single le- like level to start out, right? And then he picks it up like he has and, you know, plays the way he's known to play. So that could be a positive It's just, you know, a slow start, just getting used to the new – environment and things the brothers neither
3: <laughs> yeah that's always good uh welcome drew to the show drew's a giants fan he's got a game a monday night football game against the seahawks which we will get to in around the nfl one of our favorite segments coming up in a little bit yep. But uh, you know I, I wanted to like i said i, I think you know what uh Maybe maybe I I was you know getting too long winded with these picks. Here's what I'm gonna do: Texas, Tampa Bay. We're just gonna go around the horn. Say who wins it: Texas, Tampa Bay. So obviously we're going with Toronto basically against the Twins because we don't we think that 18 game. Maybe they get one game, but they're not gonna win the series. So I think consensus. um, I got one
0: question with Toronto and Minnesota. Yeah, is Buxton playing? Is Korea playing?
3: Well, damn, Keith, I (laughs) didn't. Huh. You got all major league, but you got, like, I don't know, all serious on us right now. I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, because if Buxton wants the facts. is serious playing. Yeah, damn. <laughs> that's a serious.
1: Uh, it says. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll look into that. Okay, it says right here. It says, Twins, I feel determined to make playoff rosters despite knee and hamstring issues okay. for Byron Buxton. Okay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean he's going to play, you know, because sometimes they get those guys that just kind of, you know, just me had them. Would might have been Brantley before, because Brantley felt like he was always hurt. Where, you know, or Kipnis? Yeah, and you were Kipnis when when Kipnis came back uh, and, and played center field. You know, so you never know that stuff like that. They got the guys that just joined just in case they can get healthy. So,
0: the best player in the AL Central, if healthy.
1: There. Okay, well,
0: fine.
3: We'll... Okay,
1: Keith, look at that. You look get, that. Get a Twins jersey for him.
3: Right? Yeah. No, <laughs> not that. No, we're moving on. Okay, Keith. Texas or Tampa Bay? Who you got? Real quick. We'll just go around real quick. Uh, because I don't have the Guardians, and it breaks my heart to do Major League Baseball playoffs without the I've got
0: Texas pulling it up.
2: Okay.
3: Casey.
0: Wait, what is
1: Texas and who? What was Tampa. it? Tampa.
2: Tampa. You know he's going to be biased. Of course <laughs> he is. I'm going to go Texas, though. I think Texas. Okay. It's going to be a series, though. Yeah. Drew. Yeah, I got Texas, too.
3: You know what? I'm going to make it a Texas non-two-step. I don't know. Maybe it's a three or four-step, but I'll go with Texas as well. Moving on to the yeah. National League, Arizona-Milwaukee. So I'll, I'll start this one off. I'm going to go uh, geez. Uh, Milwaukee because they got home field. Oh, mm. I'm going feeling... to I'm I'm go with Milwaukee.
4: Okay.
1: Casey. I'll, I'll go Milwaukee because the uh... – Diamondbacks lost the last four, and they're four or six in the last ten. So,
2: Peyton, Milwaukee, Carlos Santana. That's there the you go. Got. There you go. The
3: guy. There's the guardian. In there's him. The, the homer. <laughs>
2: there it is. I'll change my name right now. <laughs> <They're> not- homer <laughs> Vance. Yep. <Yeah>. True.
5: <laughs> I'm the contrarian. Los Serpientes, baby. Now you speaking languages? <laughs> they have that on their jerseys. Fair enough, Drew. Go ahead, make the <laughs> pick <you laughs> and buy
3: fan. You're just bleeding blue in front of me right now. <laughs> so you go, Milwaukee. Is that what you're saying, Drew? The Diamond, the diamond Bags. Get them out of here! Get them out of here! All right, Marlins, Phillies. Uh, the fi- <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go hmm. Phillies. Why not, Casey? And then I'll go – oh, sorry, my bad, Keith, my bad. I don't even know directions anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Phillies. Phillies, okay.
1: Yeah, I guess
2: I'll go Phillies. Peyton. I kind of want to go Marlins, but – Because of Josh Bell. No, No, I honestly don't know. The Marlins have a really – they remind me a lot like the Guardians last year with how young their team is. But also with the Phillies, I did not know Schwarber ended up having forty-seven home runs this year. Like that was yeah. a forty-seven <laughs> homers. Yep. Wow. Swat. Trey, I mean, Trey Turner had a lot too, didn't he? Finally, at the end? yeah. I don't from seeing the first half, at least from what I remember, he couldn't even hit one with an oar. So. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, do you have a?
3: Yeah. Phillies. All right. So those are are around the major league around the diamond. Uh, wild card picks. So uh, maybe if you're betting, just say whatever we said. Do the opposite. But <laughs> responsibly. Yeah. yeah at the please end of of day. <laughs>
2: right. Please. Yeah, please. I don't want if you lose your house, don't blame me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, don't be betting your house with any of our picks. <laughs> obviously. Step one. That's <laughs> right. There you go. yeah, There you go. So.
3: All right. Uh, like I said, um, we talked about the Guardians. We talked about their place. Uh, you know what? I think it's time for a new segment, which I what, need kick Peyton out. What... Well, I think he, yeah, he kind of <laughs> did it to himself. But um, so true. Who dressed you today?
5: Uh, my mom. Oh, did she? No, <laughs> That's... no, I dressed myself. Oh. Who okay, else well... would put on a Jeremy Shockey jersey?
3: Wow. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. No,
5: no one hates <laughs> that, right? <laughs>
3: Yeah. Um
0: he went to the U.
5: The year we defeated the 18 with an asterisk and won <laughs> New England Patriots. That's right.
1: that's right. They were the Brock Lesnar of the Undertaker streak. Mm.
5: They were.
3: Yes, but that that's awesome. I think before we go around the NFL, we have a new segment. Now I I I I, I gave this to Keith last week. I, I thought to myself self. Keith is the king of the for real for real. And I'm like, you know what? We need another segment. I'm like, for real for real. So I'm like, okay, for real for real, we're going to get this done. So, without without further ado, it's time for Keith, for real for real. Keith the floor. All is right.
0: Yours. I got <laughs> I got one in related relation to yesterday. Everybody Saying DTR played horribly, but he wasn't the only one that played horribly. Their coach Kevin Stefanski coached horribly, and that offensive line is overrated horribly. All three was horrible yesterday. They all had, they all had 33.5%, thirty-three and a half percent, thirty-three and a third. Like the reason why the Browns got destroyed yesterday. True enough, the defense had a bad day, but it's the NFL. Stuff happens. And you keep putting your defense in bad positions. And you got a team with a good quarterback. You're going to take advantage. But Kevin Stefanski that dude out to the wolves yesterday <laughs> and left him alone. <laughs> <laughs>
4: For real, for real.
0: (laughs) Who calls seven out of the first 10 plays, pass plays, and you got a rookie quarterback first ever start NFL game against the Ravens? Mm -hmm. The Ravens. Who, what they're known for? Physical defense. And the sad part is all Kevin had to do was play AFC North football. Now they might have been up against it to get a win, but the game probably would have been more competitive. Because actually, after halftime, it was over. Because Baltimore even stopped. <laughs> they ran an offense like a high school team later on. Just run dives and counters. Let's just keep the clock rolling. Because Cleveland ain't going to do jack on offense. <laughs> and that is for real, for real. But Kevin deserves the brunt.
3: Yes, uh, you know what, Keith? Um, You're for real, for real. Just hurt me for real, for real, because um, <laughs> it just re- rehashes uh, yesterday. And like I said, uh, check out Locked On Sports two one six for your uh, game day, a uh, pre and post game with uh, the voice of the land Keith Allen. And the but, thing um, is,
0: thing is, <laughs> I could have took them losing, but the way they lost. It was just like they just gave up. And how many times are you gonna kick the can down the road? Well, uh, next week, uh, you know, we'll be back living happily ever after when Deshaun comes back. You try to get each game as you can. Yeah. and he didn't set a precedence with the 50, other other fifty-two guys in that locker room because you got veterans that was all wondering like, why does dude pass so much? <laughs> why a rookie? Are you going against the Ravens? That, that's recipe for disaster. It was. <laughs> <laughs> the two teams that you don't want to send your rookie out and have them strung out is Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Because they're not going to give you no sympathy. Now, you probably could have did that cute stuff against
3: Cincinnati, maybe. But Pittsburgh and Baltimore, hell no. Yeah, I agree, Casey. I want I'm gonna I'm gonna hear because obviously you know you're a big Browns fan. What are your thoughts about yesterday? And just just rant for about a good two minutes before, and then I'll get to Drew to he can talk about. We'll we'll preview that. What we'll do is we'll we'll preview the Seahawks Giants game, and then we'll go around the NFL. So Casey, get out all your thoughts because I mean I thought Keith eloquently in the debut (laughs) of for real for real uh, rehash
1: why I am going to cry for real for real. Um, yeah, for me, it just doesn't make any sense because um, you could watch Week One and be like, "Man, this is a good tough team." Then you watch Week Two and it's like, "What the hell are we actually doing?" Then you watch Week Three and says, "Damn, we're actually a good team. We got potential." Then we watch Week Four and say, "What the hell are we actually doing? Like, how how does this make sense that it could just be so night and day every week? Like, it, that's what throws me off. Is it's not like there's we're locking into games that we're winning." I get it's evident the reason why I think we've lost both games is the turnovers. Um, We shoot ourselves in the foot, and, I mean, you have a backup quarterback in, and with him throwing the pick, like, it's it's given, right, (laughs) more than Watson even, because it's just his first game, he's a late-round draft pick. Like, I know he looked good in the preseason, but as we saw, the preseason is not the regular season. Um, So it's just tricky when you look at the situation, like, it's just the way we lost it and like he had no, no hope. Like the, the, it looked horrible. And then you, you look at the other aspect of it, like that person just said there with the O-line, is the O-line used to pass blocking this much? And play? Like is, is that what they're used to? No, because you're used to playing, you know, the, the Nick Chubb, you know, you give him the ball and he runs 20, 30 times a game, right? It's that run. But now that you have to go back to pass, 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 you get killed mm. in the defense. I heard, I'm heard. i sure one of you heard it, too, while you watched the game. They said the defense hasn't been on the field this much. The, the, like, all year, you know, it it's, it's three and out. The offense can do, at least move the ball. We're going three and out, three and out, uh-huh. three and out. And the defense has to be gassed because they haven't played that much all season long, right? And they weren't set up in great spots, just like you said last time. So I think, yeah, the defensive number-wise, they gave up, you know, a good amount, but you have to think, like, the offense didn't do him any favors in
3: any aspect of it. Casey, I'm gonna break it down like this. Shout out to Brian for for chiming in. We see his comment. It looks like it's, it's going after Stefanski. We look at Sean's comment here. Kind of look at Stefanski, Is Stefanski the the problem. I mean, let, let's be real. I mean, let's just break it down. We, we're talking about throwing it as many times as we are. We're talking about look. He couldn't even answer it. He's like, I'm out. He's like, I could. He's wow. the, wow. the root cause. <laughs> He's the wow. root cause.
0: Uh, Think about this. This team yeah. should have made the playoffs the last three damn years. Think about it. Last year, you had Jacoby Brissett, and they should have went ten and seven last year. You blew a game to the Jets that you thought you should have had one. You blew a game to the Chargers, and then in New Orleans, all you had to do is simply just run the damn ball, and you blew that in forty degree in. Negative forty degrees. Yeah. More than than more than than negative women. forty degrees. Like. And New Orleans is a goddamn dome team. Yeah. And we lost to Andy Dalton on top of that, and he hadn't won a game, and Lord knows how long.
3: Somebody's fired up today. Keith is fired up. No, it's Kevin Stefanski. He should have been gone last year.
1: That that is that is Keith's. Uh... It's, it's it's Kevin Stefanski. He can't, it is he?
0: I
2: know he doesn't like him. Yep. You
0: can't point the finger at Baker, and then think My about this. Sense. When Baker got hurt, he should have took him out then and had him sit. But you let the dude play, tear
3: up his shoulder more, and tear up the team. So you're not sending Kevin Stefanski a Christmas card this year, are you? <laughs> you? <laughs> Hell no.
1: No, yeah, dog dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) On his porch,
3: right? You 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 you, you can't
0: blame first it was Baker. No, it was Odell, then Baker, then your off, then your defensive coordinator, then your special teams coach. Which, by the way, the special teams coach is the one that coached you to the playoff win.
3: Shout out Mike for whatever you're doing. Um (laughs) Drew. You're a Giants fan. We'll get to have yeah. you chime in. I, what, I what, mean, are are your, what are your takes on the, the Browns? What are your take on the um
5: here's, here's the thing. Like, like Casey said, week one, oh, the Browns, playoffs, NFC North or AFC North champs. I mean, I got to tell you, as a non-Browns fan living in Cleveland, Browns fans are the most bipolar people I've ever met in my entire Thank life. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, So week one, Stefanski's great. The offense is humming. What are we going to name this defense was the whole thing last week. It Hell's on, elves. It was in Hell's the papers. Elves. It was in the papers. Miles Garrett's talking about it. The whole team is like, what are we going to name this defense? We're as good as the the purple people eaters. What's our name going to be? How about shut up? It's week three. Win, Have a winning record by midseason. And then talk about what you're going to name yourself. And no one was complaining about Kevin Stefanski last week. They, they had a good game. No one talked about him. Here's the problem. You had a rookie quarterback and Stefanski learned from what he did with Baker Mayfield and played him hurt. He played horrible hurt. Now Deshaun Watson says, I'm ah, not a hundred percent. So he sits and now everyone's complaining. Oh, well you did it to Baker and, you know, oh, true. we
3: got some pushback. that Hey, fans aren't, but the team yeah, is bipolar.
5: Yeah, this, this team has been Super Bowl bound since I moved here seven years ago. Every fan has told me that. This is the year. This is the year. Every time there's a big win, it's the biggest win of the season. Every time there's a loss, we're the worst team on the planet. Fire everybody. Bench Watson. I've heard it all. I mean – It's one of those things. Like I'm not gonna say New York fans aren't the same way, but we're talking Browns football, and I can tell you, I keep keep tabs on social media. the The number of people who said bench Deshaun Watson and put DTR in
2: are now the ones
5: saying. Now they're the ones saying Deshaun Watson is such a pansy. Why is he playing? Oh, he's got a sore shoulder. I have heard that. Yeah, and they're the same people. Who give Baker the excuse for playing her, saying he would have played better if he wasn't? You can't have your cake and eat it too every single season. Deshaun's the better quarterback. He's he's gonna be oh, he's gonna be fine. <laughs> Losing Nick Chubb was the worst thing that could have happened. Yep. But the reality is you have good receivers. Do we though? You have a good tight end. Yeah, you do. Amari Cooper and uh, Isaac is stuck. Honestly, underutilized. honestly, Drew, honestly, we talked about this yesterday. Like, no offense I'll Martin,
3: say this, though. I'll by, say this. If your best receiver, then, then you really have a drop-off after that. The Browns
5: wide receivers are kind of mid. He's quite all right with Amari Cooper as their number one. So, I, I mean, hmm. there's always an excuse. Like, it's one of I'll those say things, this. Like, they're just not executing on the field. I mean, I'll, they should I'll run the ball this.
0: more. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll say this. I mean,
5: the frosting quarterback,
0: your quarterback, yeah, your quarter, your quarterback <laughs> couldn't get him the ball. And honestly, you didn't see, you didn't stick with the running game long enough. You didn't see no, you didn't see no play action instead of running. Drew, five why, wide. Drew, why
3: did, why did Kevin Stefanski have a rookie quarterback throw it 36 times yesterday? That's not a good coach, is it? No, I don't think Kevin Stefanski is a good coach. I think uh, fair coach <laughs> <laughs> after all of that,
5: after all of that, he, he agrees with us. I mean, it, you've got to complain about him even in the wins, though. Like, he's either a good oh, coach I or do. not. He I wasn't do. a great coach week one and then a bad coach week two. Yeah. And then I was going to say coach week Keith. three, And then the worst coach week four. Keith's,
1: Keith's always been on this train.
5: Yeah, I fans on art.
0: that hill. Check out and, like, with Deshaun, if he's hurt, he's hurt. I can't say nothing about that. I ain't mad at him. because so And we found out later on in the telecast of the game that it might it's be saluting him cool with up. his rotator club. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, and the last thing you want is him playing, even though it's a right. divisional game that matters, the last thing you want is your highest-paid, guaranteed-money quarterback who's supposed to be on the upswing, maybe not quite to his Houston days, but on his way to being a competent quarterback who can carry a team that has a great defense and then he tears it and now you're stuck with dtr or you're scrambling (laughs) around for the next andy dalton to come start for you you can't have that if you're the browns you can't have that especially without running back the combination of ford and kareem hunt is going to be okay it's not going to be nick chubb and whoever the complimentary running back could be Uh, it's just not
0: and like you said Nick Chubb hit a lot of the offensive line since he hit a yep. lot of these since. Because you you're coming out,
3: and you're, you're being
0: no fun today, Drew. You're no I'm a lot of fun. A lot
3: of fun. Because
0: <laughs> you Because check out. You look at the offensive <laughs> line now. Fine. They're in shambles. They're in total fine. shambles.
5: It's just a matter of getting it, you know, all together, and. It's a good thing they rested Watson because I think yeah you need him, especially with his ability to run, you need him uh Mayfield. to do something. I mean, there is no play that's action right. if you don't run the ball, though.
3: That's true. Yeah, that's
5: where Deshaun's gonna excel. He has a similar quarterback style to Baker Mayfield, he's just a better athlete. They right,
3: well, they
5: thrive on play action. So right. not enough,
3: enough of the of this Brown stuff. It's just gonna make us <laughs> say the same things over and over again. We all agree. <laughs>
0: They should have ran two tight ends, gave them max protection, and just simplified the game plan and tried to mm-hmm. win it ugly, tried to win it old school I AFC don't. North style. But no, no, I wouldn't win it my style. My yep, style is the greatest. We're going to win it pretty and elegantly. And instead, it was ugly and disgusting. We didn't score a touchdown, and that that's always disappointing. <laughs> it's hard you- to win games that way. <laughs> You knew when Baltimore went up 7-3 to three, that it was going to be tough. Well, 7-0, yeah. it was going to be tough sledding, And then they got bailed out on a pass interference call, which it was pass interference, but he threw that ball up for grabs. Really, that ball should have been intercepted, too.
3: Yeah. Well, that's why we're going to go around the NFL right now. And I got a question. We're going we're to start. We're going to preview this because uh, we'll start with the Monday Night Football game. Seahawks, 2-1 Seahawks at the 1-2 New York Giants. My question to Drew is this. Will Darren Waller get about seven points in fantasy because my son's asking he needs seven points to win against his, his, his grandfather so can you can you can you get it done will darren waller get seven points tonight That's um
5: if, if it's a ppr i, I think he does okay uh, fair enough
3: that, that, yeah. he's been,
5: let's put it this way andrew thomas is out again okay. um which is which Ooh. is killer and yeah. the, the all pro left tackle for the giants is out again uh saquon barkley's still not back Mm-hmm. Um, so the offense is going to have to run through somebody. Okay. Uh, Daniel Jones' favorite target as of right now is probably Darren Waller.
3: That's a good answer. Um,
5: especially, especially be. since, uh, so Daniel Jones has been pressured on 47, 46% of his dropbacks this season, which is astronomically high. The left side of his offensive line is horrible. The best options he's going to have to throw the ball to are Waller and maybe Matt Breida. Um, we can relate about
0: the left side,
5: <laughs> yeah, because because I mean, you've got playmakers, you, you've got uh, you got Campbell, you've got Hyatt, you've got Slayton, you've got Shep, like you've got these guys, but you have to stretch the field. And if you have less than two seconds in the pocket, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Another Daniel Jones hater. Going in. <laughs> any any hey, any quarterback that's pressured on on almost fifty percent of their drawbacks is gonna suck. It's just just reality. He can't run, he can't throw. Um, I mean they've they've shown it. Uh, even ESPN, the guys who despise the Giants, are saying Daniel Jones can't do anything. And it doesn't matter what you paid him, it doesn't matter who you put back there. The the offensive line's been awful. The defensive line's getting no pressures. Kayvon Thibodeau has Two quarterback pressures, I think, in the first three weeks of the season. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe something kicks them in the ass today, and uh, they wake up. But I'm not I'm not thrilled that we're missing our two best offensive pieces in the same day for the third week in a row. Well,
3: we'll we'll start with you then. Predictions for tonight's game. I think it's
5: going to be close because I don't think the Seahawks are that good. Um, uh, I don't want to pick against the Giants because I'm a homer, but hmm. I think you're looking at a game like 17-20, 17-24. I think both teams can score just because the defenses aren't great. Um, but Seattle does have a good pass rush, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants just get absolutely blanked again. I do think Wandale needs to get the ball more. That's, that's 100% fair. Mm-hmm. He's the only guy in the slot that can run a, a drag route and turn it into a 20-yard gain. Um, maybe Hyatt because he's fast, but I don't know. Um, until the offensive line gets fixed, it's been uh, – I, I saw a post that I made a decade ago, 10 years ago, saying the Giants are going to get nowhere with a horrible offensive line. We are mm-hmm. still having that same discussion about the Giants 10 years later. Wow. Wow. <laughs>
0: Plus, it's the return of Geno Smith to New York City, too. Casey so the,
5: the man who had his start when uh, Eli Manning's Ironman streak ended.
3: That's right. Mm-hmm. Casey, your predictions for tonight?
1: Uh, I think the Seahawks win. and It's not going to be close. Mm-hmm.
0: Keith? Well, I'll say this. It's something about New York. <laughs> I think the Giants are somehow going to Put it together for some reason. I don't know. I think they're gonna upset the world and beat Seattle. I got Giants picked in my football pool. Okay, so. well, that's well, a bold I, pick. I don't. I don't. It's bold. A- but think about this: the Jets shouldn't have had a shot in hell to beat Kansas City last night, and they almost it's did. True. It's true.
3: Well, I don't have a football pool, and I don't think almost doesn't count. I'm gonna say Seahawks 27, the G-Men 17
5: not that far off what i'm
3: saying. Yeah. I mean, so but we'll the go around this is little little our favorite one of our favorite segments is we'll go around the NFL real quick. I'll say the scores of the game. Just give real quick, just give one take from and we'll go like I said, we'll make. Uh Lions th- on Thursday night Lions 34 Packers 20. Uh my, my takeaway is David Montgomery three touchdowns for the Roaring
5: Lions. Drew. Don't call it a comeback. I love I love the Lions is here.
2: Casey?
1: That, that game I thought was a lot farther away than the score. You know, it, it got tight for a bit, but uh that game to me didn't really have a, a chance. It, you-
0: it was one of those games where Detroit really dominated. Like you yeah. know, like Casey said, the score indicated a little closer, but really
3: you never felt Detroit never felt threatened by Greenback. I agree. We'll go Jaguars 23, Falcons 7. My take is Kelvin Ridley scored a touchdown, his second touchdown of the year. Uh, yeah. Go Keith. We'll go We'll around. Go, here's what we'll do. We'll go around, then we'll come around back around because we like to have fun. Keith, okay. go ahead.
0: Well, Jacksonville do what they are supposed to do. I mean, you compare the quarterbacks Trevor Lawrence and Desmond Whittler, no comparison at all, for real, for real. Not surprised.
1: Did, did you guys watch it on that uh, Toy Story stream? Uh huh. <laughs> uh no. It, it, there was like about three plays that actually look good on it that if it you know actually synced up the way it should have, it looks good. Um it's good for like people that you know don't know what the rules of football are, like the Nickelodeon game, right? Because like you had Booger McFarland, uh Ed's favorite, you know, doing like the what is football type shit. So but I, I think that the I think I think the Jags are uh, it's tough. We talked about them last week. Is who the hell are they? Remember, you you two said they're overrated, right? So I mean, now they're two and two. I mean, they handled the deal what they should have done because that game wasn't close. So, yeah, are, are they the Browns or what are they? Like?
0: <laughs> Lookalikes right
5: now. <laughs> I, think what I think they're contenders. I, I think they got a really good young quarterback and Calvin Ridley. I think give him give him a few weeks. He's going to be. Of one of the top, we're going to be talking top ten receivers in the league this year. He's just that good. Oh, yeah. But my takeaway from the Falcons game is Bijan Robinson is the best player on the worst team. Like they mm-hmm. just can, um, he cannot carry that team no matter how hard he's trying. He's an absolute
0: oh, court, stud. Bro. Hey, has, an absolute stud. Has anybody seen Pitts, the tight end?
5: Nope. He, no. Uh, you mean Damn, that guy that was good like three, four years ago?
1: Yeah, he's missing.
5: On the milk carton.
1: Yeah. Yep. He's doing nothing this year.
3: He's doing yeah, I, I think I, for I, years. I, I don't know what's going on. Uh Bills 48. mammal fish, 20. My my takeaway is uh Josh Allen to Stefan Diggs. I know diggs was having some issues with Josh Allen, but with after three touchdowns, 120 yards on six catches, uh it's fair to say that uh, no matter what beef they have, uh they're eating steak on the field. Drew, what do you think what's your take?
5: Uh, squish the Fish, The, the all the hype, the, the best offensive team in the league, you know, uh, Tua, Tyreek, Jalen Waddell, everyone's talking about them. They dropped a 70 bomb uh, a week ago. Then they played a real defense like the Bills. And the Bills are mm-hmm. – I think the Bills are a, are a good running back. I like James Cook, but the Bills are a, a good running back away from being by far the best team in the NFL, maybe other than the Niners.
1: Um, I, I think that's a Chan pretty good. Um, even like last week, every time he touched the ball, it was explosive. Right? It Was like I think he had about maybe seven to ten carries for about hundred yards, right? So he big play potentially he has, and it's not just like a one week, you know, type thing. But it, it's if you, I'm, sure, I'm not sure if you saw the stats though. Before this week, if a team scores a certain amount of points that high, they've like never won coming off a game where they scored however many points. I heard fifty something, I think. Um, they've always lost the following week. Uh, I still think that they're tough. Like we said last year, if Tua would have stayed healthy last year, the Dolphins could have made some noise. Um, and it's the same with this year. I think it just relies on Tua still staying healthy because they didn't lose that game. But, you know, the Bills had a down game a few weeks ago. The Chiefs had a down game a few weeks ago. Even shit yesterday almost lost. So, you know, it, it's, it's tough though to kind of judge those teams. I think they have potential to be something. Both of those teams, obviously. Buffalo, like 3-6 Mafia
0: said, they run the AFC East. Who run it? Love a little little 3-6 Mafia reference right (laughs) there.
3: Who run it? They run the AFC
0: East because Miami, I mean, Miami can't stop nobody. Think about it. They can't stop nobody. They can't save nobody. And Buffalo got one of the top-ranked defenses in the league. And like I had told, um, I told it yesterday. In the NFL offenses have already really spotted twenty-one for real, for real. And Buffalo gave up twenty.
5: So in the way they yeah. pitched a shutout, if you really think about it, <laughs> it minus one. Man. Yeah, I minus mean one. the dolphin, the Dolphins gave up twenty last week. It's not, it's not like they right, it was seventy right. nothing. I mean, they still right. gave up twenty. I mean. Well, yeah, they they and that was a bad game. Like scoring twenty, <laughs> uh, they shouldn't have given up twenty.
3: Well right. that should
5: have been a runaway.
3: Speaking of bad teams in a maybe a good game, I would say yesterday. The Broncos are racing a twenty-one point deficit as Russell Wilson throws touch three touchdowns. Justin Fields actually was twenty eight of thirty-five, three thirty-five, four touchdowns. But once again, Chicago has not won a game in over like basically a calendar year. Um that's my take. They haven't won. They're pretty bad. Keith, what do you what do you take on the Bears? Caleb Williams. That's all.
1: Fair enough, Casey. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be hard to see him win because <laughs> I, I, I you just think the for the game, the first half, you said shit. The Bears might be not be that bad. They might be turning a corner. God damn, the Broncos suck. The Broncos are over. They're it's over with. You look at the watch the second half of that game and watch the end, and you say, Shit, the Broncos, you know, the guy made some noise there. And then you look at the other side and said, Man, the Bears are just the Bears. Is it the Browns out there if I squint? Like, I, I can't tell. It's the Bears. <laughs> the Bears it's like the Lions, no, the- man. Lion,
5: Lions, Browns, and Bears. Oh, my. It's oh, like, my. You know, the, the, the Bears are the only team that is in any major American sport that has not won a game since Elon Musk bought Twitter, the only team in any sport. And yes, that was over a year ago. Um, (laughs) but let Russ cook. I I feel like Russell Wilson in the second half looked like old Russ, you know, he was slinging the ball, didn't make a lot of mistakes, created a lot of plays for himself. I'd like to see a little bit more of that. And Justin Fields actually threw the ball halfway decent, uh, Mm -hmm. in the first half. So it was the tail of two halves. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll see what what they how they play the rest of the year. Um, but Russ has looked better than he did last year for sure.
2: Let yeah. him
3: cook. We're going on to Tennessee, where the Titans twenty seven, the Bengals three. So not good for Ohio teams, only scoring mm-hmm. a combined points, no touchdowns. My my takeaway was Derrick Henry. Not only did he rush for one hundred twenty two yards and a touchdown, also threw touchdown pass as well so drew your take (laughs) on the titans big victory over the Bengals?
5: uh well you stole you stole me talking about derrick henry because that's that's a pretty boring game it's not all i
3: had it's all about all i had all
5: i know is i don't think the titans can do anything with ryan Tannehill back there uh i think quarterbacks holding them back because derrick henry is as good as he's always been
3: Casey, riveting thoughts, riveting anything from that boring game.
1: <laughs> hey, I, I'm just more impressed with the Browns' defense two weeks ago when we shut down Derrick Henry uh, because Thanks, it, it wasn't just like like this week he looked hot. So it's it's kind of crazy that we shut him down for what we did. Um, but man, the Bengals, what do you do? <laughs> like I get you're playing Burrow, but would you like what's what's the really benefit of playing them? So but you're paying them.
3: Mindful play. I don't
1: know. I know, but it's but I mean, it's like the Guardians. though, too, you look at it, like I don't I don't see the Steelers having like you know that tough of a team. Yeah, they beat us, but I don't think that, that lights out. The Bengals, I don't think are. I mean, the Ravens just smacked us, but again, like I I don't know. They just won't impress me. So it's like the the same with the Twins. You know, who we got a shot. I think hey, even though we look like shit, and we have Kevin Stefanski, you know we've heard, but. I don't know. that It makes the AFC North just a question to me. The Ravens could run away with it in my eyes. but
3: mm. Keith, any insights of the, uh, obviously, the greatest game ever, the Titans over the Bengals, <laughs> 27-3? It's the curse of the elf.
0: The curse of the elf. The biggest elf, Jamar
3: Chase. Oh. Fuck you. Fair <laughs> enough.
2: All right, obviously um,
3: not over what uh, happened uh, between the Browns <laughs> week one. Hell no. Uh-uh. Jamar okay. Chase,
0: fuck you. Minkah <laughs> Fitzpatrick, fuck you too. <laughs> fuck the AFC North as a staff in the division. Even though I got love for Lamar, fuck you too. <laughs> mm. but this is a, like hit I him said, up, hit him up, hit him up, Tupac style. And Cincinnati is in trouble because the second
1: receiver. T. Higgins. He's he
5: cracked I think he cracked, cracked his a rib. wrist. Yes.
1: Yeah, he's horrible this year. I have him my fantasy. So. he dropped, he dropped I do about too. seven
5: passes last week with uh, perfectly fine ribs.
1: Casey, I yeah. feel your pain.
0: It's crazy. You're in trouble. I'm telling you, Karma has caught the bingos this year. All they're that not- bullshit they was talking before,
5: burrowhead and all that. <laughs> look what happened. The they're elves. not they're not using Joe Mixon as much as they <laughs> should either. Honestly, um, it's the same thing with yes. uh, with like the Browns this week. If you know Joe Burrow's hurt and you know sit that em. T. Higgins isn't 100%, no, don't just – don't sit him necessarily, but you have a decent running back. And he's not touching the ball nearly as much as he could be. Eat some clock. Play slow. Play dirty. Um, like like well, that's, that's AFC North football. That sounds that like Taylor what the Browns have done. The That sounds like what the Browns should have disease.
3: done.
0: He on. didn't cut to Stefanski this
3: Stefanski coaching the Bengals too. Okay, we're we're moving on. I I, I want to move on to this game only because of Puka Nakua, who my son is trying to trade me uh, uh, in fantasy because he wants Devonte Adams, he wants Tyreek Hill, he wants all this crazy stuff. He's afraid Cooper Cup comes back and takes his touches away. But the Puka Nakua got the mm-hmm. game-winning touchdown in overtime as the Rams 29 defeated the Colts 23. My takeaway from that is Puka Nakua, Puka Nakua, Puka Nakua. Thank you. Mm, 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 mm. Well. (laughs) Casey, laugh. Make a facial expression.
0: (laughs) Rams going to have a long year. Can they figure out a way to blow a 23-point lead? (laughs) And think about this. You blew it to a team where really only the quarterback's running the ball, basically.
1: Casey. I think the Rams, I don't know. Don't look at that. I mean, like, they have no expectations going into this year. We thought that they were going to trade everybody away. You know, this is a kind of last run of Stafford hit. Is this going to be his last year? I don't think they're looking that bad. And, the you know, the Colts, we talked about it with Evan uh, Richardson. You know, he, he's exciting. He has big play potential, you know, and it's, it's entertaining to watch him. So, um, I mean – and like you said, the only, only running back on the team was one who was who the quarterback, but you know how those look like Mark Jackson.
5: So.
2: Mm-hmm. Drew, your take.
5: Yeah, I think Zach Moss will be all right in Indy. I think they're going to realize they can't just run Richardson all day. But for the Rams, yeah. um, my takeaway from the Rams is Kyron Williams is the real deal. Um, mm-hmm. you know, pe- people slept on him. You know, he's a backup, a backup, a backup. Yeah, Cam Akers is a stud. The whole nine, and then here we go. Kyron Williams has been solid. He, I think, going into last week, he was like the number one or two fantasy producing running back. Mm. The kid's good. The kid's good. I, I just, I like watching them. Um, I think the Rams will be okay once once Cooper Cup gets back. But I, I do worry that Puka Nakua, Puka Nakua, Puka Nakua may lose some touches because Matthew Stafford seems to be like a one-receiver kind of quarterback. Um, Right now, Nakua is getting like 12 targets a game, 13 targets a game. That's what Cooper Cup was getting before he was gone. So look for Cooper Cup to get Puka's number of targets and then Puka to drop down to what Tutu Atwell is getting now, and Tutu Atwell may disappear off the map.
3: No, Tutu and Puka, that's not fair. Uh, Moving (laughs) on to – moving on to the buccaneers 26 to saints 9 uh yeah yesterday obviously with the browns losing it it only compounds the problem when baker mayfield goes 25 of 32 246 yards with three touchdowns i mean i don't have three baker jerseys like one casey has so uh that one that one kind of hurts a little bit but the uh, buccaneers getting it done and baker's looking good so far drew your take
5: bad division that division sucks. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I like. I don't think there's much hype out of it. Like Baker's numbers have been pretty decent, but I don't really think they're playing much of anybody. And and it's not that bad. I mean, Mike Evans has looked good. People were iffy on whether he would be, you know, back to his normal self. I think he has been. Rashad White is a is a solid running back. I think the Buccaneers will be okay. I don't think either of these teams is going to be great. I, I'm. Surprised that uh, New Orleans defense didn't play as good as, as they have earlier in the season. I thought they were going to have a field day, but but they didn't. So eh, neither team's all that exciting.
1: No. Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, glad <laughs> he's doing well. Now nearby <laughs> or me in uh, Tampa. But uh, I think, like I said last week at Baker, like, you know, I, I think that he's a quarterback that's not, you know, not bad. You got a team around him, you know, and you put him in a good situation. Um, And then with the Saints, do you think they had a better chance if Andy Dalton played that game instead of uh, uh, Derek Carr? Because Derek Carr was – you didn't think there was a chance he might play this week, and he came back and played, right? So Hmm. do you think they had a better chance? Because Dalton, the offense had 300 yards with him. We talked about it. Yeah, Andy Dalton looked
3: good. Last week, so he had over 300 yards passing. I think Andy Dalton's one of those guys he, where fucking
1: Chris Olave, dude, had one catch. My son had him on his medicine. Nope. He's yeah. crying and complaining. So to me. And the, the, the week before that, he was the reason yep. why they look they look good. Yep. It was because and now of he Olave disappears. At the end.
5: disappears he fucking, yeah. What are we doing? Well, and they had Camara back, so like he had, yeah. he had an extra weapon. I, I mean, talent wise. I think Derek Carr is the better quarterback, but Andy Dalton is such a good backup. I, I don't, I don't. People hate Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's a great backup. He's been playing good too. Like when he gets called on, he plays well.
3: I could argue that Dalton's putt better than Carr, uh, maybe just not in the fourth quarter where Carr. Obviously I don't know. Ed,
1: did you see? Did you see Ed in the in the backyard, man? He he, he looked. Oh, that was. There.
3: Oh, the, hey, yeah. hey, Uncle Rico has nothing on Ed in Columbus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well. Hey, Baker taking advantage of his opportunity given to him. And with time, yeah. sometimes you learn you learn things with time. So, you know, hey, just oh, now, go one uh, game, game at a
3: time. One game at a time, absolutely, Keith. I want to get to this game because I actually was watching it. Eagles 34, Commanders 31 in overtime. Now, I was watching this game, and the Commanders scored uh, basically last play of the game. Should they have gone for two? Mm-hmm. Keith, we'll start with Ooh. you and go back
4: Mm. you're on the road,
3: you're on the road in a, in a game that, you know, you're the underdog in, you want to take the chance to go to overtime or you, with a two-point conversion, you can win it right there. Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, decided to You know not what?
0: They did the right thing because if they would have went for two and failed, they would have put Ron Rivera on the coals today.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. Casey, would you have gone for two? Oh, you, would, you would go
1: for I, two I, I think that it's hard you think about the Ron Rivera situation because, like you said, if he goes for it, gen- I-, I think you should have went for it because they had no business being in that game. Yeah. Um. So the fact that they were even in that game and – House money, off- right? Star, He's playing with house money. Correct. I, I think so. And if you would have went for it and then not got it, hey, like, like I just said, was the, the argument. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't, go for it and do what they did and you let them have the ball, like the odds are not in your favor. Right? So I, I- – I- I don't know. I, in Riverboat, Ron, like you said, if, if he goes for it, is that just like, you know, Brandon Staley, like, what the hell are you doing? Like, why, why would you do that type thing? Not, um, but, I mean, it's – Ron, her, what What's he have to lose at this point? Like, you know, if they don't make a big turnaround start winning games, they're not going to – he's not going to
5: be there. True. Yeah, I, I, I think if – Drew going if I, if for am, two, are we going if for I'm in two? A situa- if I'm in the situation, I think you go for it. Okay. I think if it was analytical- swap
1: teams, I don't I wouldn't go for it. If I was the Eagles and I yeah. just did that, I wouldn't go for it.
5: Gotcha. I mean here's the thing though. Um, it, it's one of those scenarios where I think the analytics probably say you take the, the PAT yeah. go to overtime and take your shot, right? Well, these PATs are not automatics I mean, anymore. No. So. They're not, they're not. But at the same time, it's the safer of the two options. Yes, agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the analytics say that's what you're supposed to do. I don't think Ron Rivera doesn't have somebody up in the booth who's an analytics guy saying, hey, here's <laughs> our odds on this, here's our odds on that, and here's what I think. I mean, Mike Tomlin is notorious for making those kind of calls, and he – you know. He, people bash going with the analytics because if you if it doesn't work out, somehow you made the wrong call. Right. They got the ball back. Yeah, they did. They got You're the right. ball in overtime. They yeah. lost the game because they didn't execute. They scored 31 points on the Eagles, and then they failed in overtime. I don't think that's a loss. Um, I do think the Eagles are pretty overrated. Um, everyone knows I despise the Eagles. But I don't think the Eagles have really looked that good this year. I think their offense has been eh. I mean, A.J. Brown single-handedly kept their offense going. But they really don't have much unless somebody has a breakout game. And their defense gave up 31 points to the Redskins. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Commanders. Um, sorry. it's uh, the NFC East, man. They're always going to be the Redskins. Um, but, you know, Sam Howell looked okay.
3: He did. He did.
5: I think I go for two,
3: but. Okay. I think,
5: well. I think it's we'll, one of those we'll, things, that never not happen. if you lose, yeah. you're going to, you made the wrong call if you lose.
3: Absolutely. No matter, you're absolutely correct. Vikings 21, Panthers 13. Uh, obviously, the Vikings get off to Schneid. Uh, Justin Jefferson with two touchdowns. The only, my take in this is, the Panthers should have taken CJ Stroud. 100% <laughs> they should have. Uh, when they moved up
4: to
5: number one, that's right. what I thought they were doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bad call. Um, I, I think I think the I think the Vikings are still going to be good. I mean, they started out own three, but they they were not losing by a lot. And Captain Kirk has looked about as good as any quarterback in the league, and this he's going he to continue to look good. No, this, this week, week he, didn't he didn't, and they won. But I'm going to tell yeah. you, like when that offense is clicking, that offense is going to be hard to stop. And their defense is actually looking halfway decent this year too. So. I, I I like the Vikings. Casey.
1: Um, the, the Panthers. Like you said, I mean, it, it's you don't know if Bryce Young is the wrong guy, but we talked before the Ohio State quarterback. You know, like we're not taking if <laughs> Stroud didn't go to Ohio State with someone up. Would they have taken him if there was reversed? Right, same exact kind of shit. It just was Bryce Young was on Alabama or on Ohio State, and Stroud was in Alabama. Would that would have probably swapped who you taking. It's just Ohio State kind of background. but
3: not bad, uh, not Ohio State, but you're absolutely correct. Ohio State uh, is not known for that. its quarterback, you. I got you.
1: And, and I think the Vikings, like I, I have Kirk Cousins in fantasy. I've always thought he was, you know, a guy who puts up big numbers. Um, like a Matt Ryan guy, right? But Matt Ryan had the success, almost had the success going to the uh, – Uh-huh. <laughs> but, like, they always put up big numbers, but um, it's – it's tough, though. One and three, and they just lost to the Chargers the week before because they have the same kind of same teams yeah. playing each other pretty much. So, um, you know, I, I hope the Vikings turn around because I don't think they're, like, I don't mind them. Keith. Mm. Hey.
0: For Carolina, Marvin Harrison Jr. There you go. <laughs>
3: there you go. Uh, that leave it, leave it with a Buckeye, and uh, we're moving on to the game that I think. Uh, uh, very, very, very good if you're an Ohio State uh, alum. Texans 30, Steelers 6. C.J. Stroud has now thrown for the second most yards by a rookie in four games, 1,212, only behind Cam Newton's 1,386. Stroud has no interceptions through four games as well, and he threw for 306 yards in this game Uh, to the point that we're all making. Carolina should have taken C.J. Stroud, number one. They didn't. They took the smaller Quarterback it kind of reminds me of Baker Mayfield. Um, so we'll see how that works works out. So that's my take on that one. Keith, your take.
0: They beat the Steelers ass, kicked their ass, sent them back to Pittsburgh with the tails between their legs. And I'm gonna be honest, Pittsburgh got serious problems. If Kenny Pickett is their quarterback of the future. They're going to be at the bottom of the AFC North, for real, for real. Because you cannot – they cannot keep it honest with themselves and say that Kenny Pickett is in Deshaun Watson's class, Lamar's class, or Joe Burrow's class. (laughs) Need I say more? And T.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, that dude is bad. He has played well in each of their four games. If you think about it,
3: and they say oh, Ohio State quarterbacks can't play, get the f- out of here. I mean, Pittsburgh's got a good defense, so I mean, that was a good game. Was a good win. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, the, why? Why couldn't we have done that against them? Like that's that's the that's the Steelers that I, I thought were going to play. See,
4: well, we won the
1: Steelers are like shit. Why? Like,
0: but you know what, Casey, on that end. You caught Pittsburgh coming after they got embarrassed at home on a Monday night. And you know Tomlin wasn't going out like that two weeks in a row in Pittsburgh. I know, but it did. You know and, you see Texans do it. Texans do better than we are. I know. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. Also, we I gave know. it to Pittsburgh for real. For real, mm-hmm. we were charitable. Know. We donated to a charity. The Steelers.
4: Correct. That's what we I'm saying. Gave it to so I. November nineteenth,
3: retribution will come. Hmm. Well, until then, we got Drew's take on uh, the Texans uh, Steelers. Yeah, right.
5: Um, CJ Strouds look good. I mean, he's probably one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL right now, just yeah. production wise. I, I, there's nothing bad to say about him. Wait until Damian Pierce actually gets it going. If he does, uh, he was a stud last year. They've had basically no running game, at least no competent running game. Um, and then when it comes to the Steelers, I think the Steelers are really missing Deontay Johnson. Um, you know, George Pickens just isn't, uh, he's not a solo guy that's going to take over the game. Um, hopefully Kenny Pickett's all right. I mean, I know you guys don't care, but, but I think he's, I think he's coming into his own this year. I think he's been an okay game manager, um, which is all they've really needed, but that defense is good. I wouldn't count out the Steelers in any game with that defense. They're just—they're just, they're just uh, uh, like that pass rush is crazy.
3: Thanks for reminding us, Drew. Moving on You're to welcome. the Char- Chargers, twenty-four, Darada seventeen, Khalil Mack, against his former team, six sacks. Wow, damn, six sacks.
0: Yep,
1: six he went—he went he from having no sacks to lead the league in sacks after oh. a week.
5: Yep. Now he had none in the first three weeks. Nice. Product of the University of Buffalo. Khalil Mack is an absolute stud.
3: Who played at Ohio? Uh, I remember yeah. Buffalo
5: played Ohio State.
3: They were at Ohio State and Khalil Mack. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: He's a he's a beast. Um Austin Eckler coming back. The Chargers will be Chargers will be legit when he's back. Um nice. the Raiders, what a waste on Josh Jacobs. He's been absolutely worthless this year. And I don't see him like having like flashes of talent. He
3: got me, like, 20-some points yesterday in fantasy. Yeah,
5: I just – I don't Garbage. I don't see it was garbage. The game it. was over,
1: man. It yeah.
3: counts. It counts for me. Yeah, but
5: <laughs> I, I – from the one guy who was holding out and making, like, a really, really big stink about his pay, he's been, like, the worst one of the of the bunch that was involved in that.
1: Yeah. Well, Saquon's hurt again, so that's the catch with, with that one.
5: Thanks. I, I know. <laughs>
1: But uh, I, I mean, I, I if I look at it, it's the Chargers. We've said like, you just discussed it right there. How tough they are, right? They got a full team. They've had these same players for how many years, and they still can't do shit. It doesn't make any sense. Like they have all the pieces there. You see it right here with the defense. You see it on the offense. They didn't have I, I think Bosa, Eckler, and uh, Derwin James right yesterday, right? And they lose that game, and obviously Mike Williams because he's out for the year now. But you've got like those guys playing all year and they still can't win games. Same with last year. I don't understand. Can't understand it. <laughs> they make no sense. The Chargers no. make no sense.
3: Maybe it's coaching.
1: There you go. He, Keith, I heard Keith wants Brandon Staley on the on the Browns.
3: There you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> you woke me <laughs> up just now. Hell no. Uh-uh. That's even worse. But <laughs> the Chargers should have beat the Raiders. I mean, for real, for real. They're, they're the Raiders. I mean, Aiden O'Connell.
1: It wasn't even Jimmy G. It was
0: right. Aiden O'Connell. should have beat the Raiders. I mean, it's no uh, – It. that's one of them games I didn't even pay attention to. I didn't even realize they <laughs> was playing until I looked at about 7 o'clock. Then I did go to and they said the game was over.
5: <laughs> I mean, the Raiders have some talent though. I mean, they, they, the Chandler they Jones, receivers. Eddie Myers is playing good. Um, nobody, I mean, he's shown he can be like an outside threat at receiver, which, you know, he was so underutilized before. I think he looks good. And the Raiders have a good pass rush too. Uh, I think yeah. we're going to start realizing pass rush is going to be such an important facet because of how often teams are throwing the ball. A team with a good yeah. pass rush is always going to be a threat and, Mad Max is such a beast on the offensive line.
3: Yep. Speaking of pass rushes, the uh, Dallas vaulted defense destroyed the Patriots thirty-eight to three yesterday, and uh, they scored two defensive touchdowns. And Mac Jones got benched for Bailey Zappi. That's my take. Horrible. The Patriots are horrible.
1: Honestly,
0: I'm not surprised because you know Dak had to get a get back game, so uh,
1: he didn't have to throw a pick in the in the crunch time this week. That's why. <laughs>
0: Was never crunch time.
1: Yeah, exactly. You don't put him in the crunch time; he's good to go. That's the other game they won this year earlier. The first game was against the Giants. You know there was no crunch time in that game. You put yeah, him in those tight ball. games. Yeah, exactly. You put him in those tight games. That's where it happens at. And with Mac Jones in the competition, <laughs> shit. I mean, it's kind of crazy. You know, everyone thought Mac Jones. Oh man, Belichick knew what he was doing. He, 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 mm. he had the whole time he was planning on taking. He knew the whole time. Look at him
0: now. Just shows Belichick's record without Brady is under five hundred. You think of just years with the Browns and the year before when he was with New England and before Brady came into the fold and now after Brady? What do you have?
1: Nothing but Ed and Columbus behind, that's it.
3: Yeah, that's I, I have him. <laughs> I mean he he doesn't trust the snap. I got his dolphins his, dolphins, dolphins gear on today. Yeah. Well, Those
1: are Dolphins colors right there. So There you go. The mammal
3: fish. Um, All right, we'll move on to the 49ers and the Cardinals. 35-16 Niners get it done. CMC scores four touchdowns. That game was pretty boring if you're a a casual NFL fan. But if you have CMC on your fantasy team, which uh, uh, this guy does, uh, it was a great game. game. So, Drew, go ahead.
5: Uh, Yeah, I think the Niners, like I said, top two teams in the NFL. I think, like maybe, I think as of week four, they are the best team in the NFL. There's just they're good at everything. Their defense is outstanding. Their receivers are good. CMC is on fire. And Brock Purdy, I I don't know if you can say anything bad about him right now. So Niners probably Mm -hmm. to the Super Bowl if they keep playing this way.
1: I agree. I've got CMC as well, so I, you know, I watch those games on the background just because I have them and I enjoy seeing them put up 30 points in the first quarter. Uh, (laughs) Especially when you got fucking T. Higgins and, uh, like I said earlier, Chris Olave as my starting receivers, (laughs) second for like (laughs) four points. So you know, having him drop 50 was huge, Uh, and Cousins only at 12. But um, I mean, it's like you said. I think that they're the best team in the NFL. I think it really is a true test when we come. Uh, after this bye, what we're looking at, you know, what are we going to feel Browns-wise? That's who we're going up against. We got an extra week to prepare for them, and it's early in the year bye, so we'll see. But um, I think that's, that they're, that they're tough all around. You know, they have they're players, they're deep everywhere. Defensively, they're good too. It's it's a team. I think that that is like I said, a Super Bowl contender.
0: Hmm.
1: San Francisco's
0: good and everything, so you know hey, it is what it is. You know, they beat it, they beat a team that's in the sweepstakes for Caleb Williams. <laughs> Correct. But also you got to see what could have happened yesterday had Josh Dobbs
1: been starting
0: instead of um ETR. Th- that
1: is what I said. I said, would you I tweeted out, would this game look different with Josh Dobbs as uh behind the center?
0: And I ain't gonna say whether the Browns would have won or not, but it would have been a lot more competitive,
5: I think. I'll tell you, for for a team that's uh competing for draft position, basically, the Cardinals play have come hard. out and played tough. They played yeah. tough in all they four games. Hard. I mean, this was this was well, the those players are playing off. for film.
1: Man, the ones right, on the field, team.
5: they say, Fuck, we ain't got a job next year if we go 0 sixteen, you know. But, oh, but I mean, they've, mm-hmm. they've looked good in every game. I mean, I don't think they looked bad against the Niners. I just think they're on a different level. I mean, they I still put it. up 16 points. I think the Niners could have easily blanked. If you asked at the beginning of the year, week four, do the Cardinals score anything on the Niners' defense, the answer would probably be probably not, maybe a field goal. <laughs> I think they did better than expected. So And they beat the Cowboys. So. correct. Yeah.
3: Correct. And we'll go to our last game, the Tay-Tay Bowl, part two, as it, as it uh, extends uh, yeah, another hey, week. Hey, hey. Uh, Chiefs 23, Jets 20. But the uh, story is Taylor Swift, Lake Lively, and Ryan Ryan Reynolds in attendance. That's uh, all I got. The you know, story I was, was, like, story was from...
1: uh, break news out of here. Was, the, break, the breaking news was that uh, Patrick Mahomes on a, cost everybody uh, a lot of money, I heard, because he slid before on that last, like, you know, Run of the game, he had he slid down at the one to get that first down and not score and go up by 10 with the spot being like you seven and a half or eight and a half. So that was that was the news that I saw. I went on the TMZ.com headlines, Ed, like you in the morning. So, well,
3: my, my take was that was Travis Kelsey Kelsey did not have a touchdown, but did he score later?
1: <laughs> I tried, I tried, Drew. you
5: tried, you tried. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, like, the Chiefs are becoming my least favorite team because I'm really just sick and tired of hearing I about Travis I Jackson Kelsey Mahomes. And it's like I almost missed. Jackson I'm fucking Mahomes. sick of
1: him. Yeah, I'm sick of him. I'm
3: yeah, sick of Mahomes I in general.
5: Missed, yep.
1: Like,
5: I do like, though, the photos of uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife. Just like that. Just the comment was exactly what <laughs> I was about to say. Brittany Mahomes, pouting because she's not the center of attention in the box anymore. Might be the only entertaining part about this whole thing. She looked so miserable with Taylor Swift and Ryan Reynolds in that box. Like, she could have been, like, trying to make friends, but she's just sitting there absolutely miserable. And that screenshot was the only part of that game I remotely cared about, other than I wish the Jets had won, because I think that would have been hilarious.
0: Hey, Brittany, if you that mad, why don't you get them to trade Travis Kelsey to the Browns? And we'll give y'all the Joker.
1: <laughs> I hey, like he, that masked man. The masked man—he played this week. That was impressive. So, yeah, with all those burns, he burnt almost burned himself well, down in yeah. his house. <laughs>
3: yeah, fire pits can be dangerous. So, the we like sports audience. I just want to say, uh, <laughs> when you're out, to, especially in Northeast Ohio and, and wherever you're around, uh, with this fall weather, get my Smokey the
1: Bear hat out. Is that what you yeah, want? you
3: got, Make sure you don't burn your face off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that that concludes our riveting. Around the NFL, Uh sometimes it, you know, the, the games dictate how it goes. And unfortunately, sometimes this, this week wasn't exactly the, the greatest. Especially I'm going to preface
1: basketball this. Basketball. Next week, the schedule's not looking too hot. Uh cause mm-hmm. I look because we were on the bye. So I was curious of what I'd be watching. There wasn't too many games that caught my eye as a must-watch.
3: Talking about right, Brittany. Right, oh. you Thanks, Sean. He's talking, about,
1: he's talking about you. He's talking about you, Ed.
3: No, he's talking about Brittany. <laughs> <Yeah. That's crazy. laughs>
5: I thought I you go by Brittany
4: in Columbus. A good country, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, my oh, my
3: Sign that off. Yeah, but uh, okay. So it's our time. I know we got a couple minutes left, uh, and uh, we'll stick to that. But I just want to get into one of our other favorite favorite things that we got to talk about. And that is Time Hop 2004 because Casey is still living in the past. I thought I lived I've in the got past. A, and
1: I've got a Time Hop 2013. Oh, jeez. Uh, All right. Well, in here's In honor time of Carrie Franco and retiring. That's his first year at the Guardians. So. Okay. Well, this one goes to
3: the Guardians as well. In 2004, yeah. just like this year, the Guardians finished in third place. Who finished ahead of them? This year it was obviously the Twins and Tigers. Who finished ahead of the, the tribe in 2004?
0: Mm. Minnesota and Detroit.
3: Minnesota is correct. They, Minnesota did win the division, but who
1: finished second? The White Sox. It's, the, it's the, it White Sox. Is
3: the White Sox. It is the White Sox. Yes, it is the White Sox.
1: I was thinking Detroit, but then I was thinking the White Sox had all those uh, those tough guys back in the day. Because I think yeah. Detroit came at, Detroit came after the White Sox. Yeah, and Detroit then it became understand. us. 80 it, and
3: 82 that year. So, yeah, Sean got it right, Sox and Twins. Because yes. the
1: Royals were around there, you know, good for a little bit of that time, but not that long. Right, right. So, yeah, the my Royals time came hop. Royals like is, the year after. Yeah, I don't like that. So, my time hop is 2013, and this mm-hmm. is Francona's first game. The reason why I'm doing this is because I was at the last game. I got thank you, Tito shirts, all that stuff. Um, but I saw a video today, and they had, like, a highlights from the game, his, like, pregame, etc. And they were doing like a run down the line because everyone lines up, you know, I'm um, opening day on, you know, outside in the field. So some of these names just stuck out to me on this team. So I just wanted to uh, give you a. I was, I could do two. I was going to give you the box score of the opening day okay. game for 2013. Um, and you guys could see if you could pick out who is in this box score. Um, so the, I'll give you the pitcher, right? Just to give you the starting pitcher was Justin Masterson. We were facing off against the Toronto Blue Jays up in Toronto uh, at this time. Um, And the other starting pitcher for the Blue Jays was R.A. Dickey coming up with Cy Young. Nice. Right. So, can you think you can name? We we won this game 4-1. to And Francona talked with them at the post-game conference they showed in the video. The potential this team has, you know, when everyone's on and, like, we've got a great team here and I'm, you know, we wanted to see all the good names on paper. Wanted to see out on the field was what he was saying. Um, so, who do you think, if you want to try to run through here, the starting nine here? Oh geez. Oh damn. You could oh. just. It'd be easy to start. I would say in uh, at catcher.
3: Uh, oh um um uh what's his face um oh uh, god. Okay. I can see his – oh, my gosh. The, I the know who you're going to say. The ones we're friends with Stepe, What's his name?
1: Uh, oh, is, uh Well, you're overthinking this one. It was name dropped earlier on the show by Peyton.
3: Ow, oh, he, oh. um, it was oh – gosh. <laughs> that's
1: why he picked the Brewers.
5: Carlos Santana? Carlos oh, Santana yeah, I know. I am Santana way, over, was I'm way over. You are. Way yeah, that's over. right. He did, he did play first and catcher.
1: Yeah, I'm way but over. That's there. why he took Victor's Victor Martinez's number. Victor Martinez's of that. Okay. All right. So our first baseman was a big signing. Uh, was it the guy from Oakland? He was paired with the other big signing in center field.
3: Jason Bourne in in Bro, Michael Bourne. Bourne, yeah. Michael, but- Michael Bourn, not Jason Bourn, not Jason Bourne, I think a Matt Damon here, Matt Damon. <laughs> and- yeah, so Jason, yeah, Michael, Michael, Michael Bourne. Bourne and- yeah, Michael Born in Bro, Ohio, jo- uh, Swisher, Nick Swisher. Yep, correct. Our middle infield were two staples of Cleveland: Johnny Peralta, no, no, Estruple, <laughs> no. A Yes, Drubal, Drubal Cabrera, and then our yeah. second baseman. Okay, and then um, – oh, obviously, um, what's his face up? Uh, 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 Frankie Lindor?
1: No. No, no. I, I It's struggling. Um, second base. He, he oh, second was, he Oh, was, yeah, oh, second yeah
3: was short. That's right. Second base. Kipnis. Yeah, Kipnis.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Third base. I, I'd be blown away if you got the DH, the third base, and the right fielder is what's left.
3: Okay, third base. And Michael
1: Brantley's left field. Michael Brantley's left Okay, my,
3: okay, 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 cuz I okay, I would've, I would have gotten that one, believe it or not.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, right field, thir- third base and DH. Bitch, yes. I don't think you get it. All right, third base. Um uh when he left us, he wasn't playing third base anymore. I figured
3: Casey uh, he was gone before then. Uh
1: you saw him in right field after he played third. Oh, jeez.
3: Um, initials? <laughs> I'll see. When, when Lonnie Chisenhall. Lonnie Chisenhall.
1: Lonnie Chisenhall. Chishol- Chishol- and then the DH went 0 for 3 this game with one run, and the right for the went one for 4 with an RBI. Mm. So they connected. They brought each other in. And it seemed like that game. So. Okay.
3: Right fielder. They, uh, they're hitting.
1: They're hitting um, seventh and ninth in the lineup.
3: You might have to give initials
1: again. <laughs> yeah, uh, MR is the DH.
3: Oh, 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 um, oh my gosh, uh, oh God, Ram, Ram, is it Ramirez? Manny
1: Ramirez? No. no. <laughs> uh, R- It's crazy. I'm telling you, like, you, we thought 2004. We thought 2004 was tough. Uh,
3: Jason Michaels isn't one of them, is
1: No. So the one that the one that's that's DH uh, uh, played in the MLB in let's see how many games. In, <laughs> I can't <laughs> even. Sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred. Seventeen hundred games in the MLB.
5: So we played 10 years in the MLB basically. 13 years, yep. 13?
1: Yeah. He's said t-
5: MR, the initials?
1: Yep, and he hit uh 215 for us in 15 bombs. In 99 games. We traded him at the uh, after those it looks like we traded him there or yeah, traded traded him away that year.
3: I'm tapping out, Casey. I don't I don't know. Mark Reynolds.
1: Mark, oh it. it's a Mark keep a, yeah,
3: he came Baltimore, didn't he, or something like that? Yeah, yeah,
1: he was the Diamondbacks, Baltimore. Yeah. Then we gave him to New York, and then he flew Darn around it. after that. And then who's who's the DH? No, that was the DH. Oh, that the was right the field DH. is
3: the right what you fielder. have
1: left. This right fielder, um, <laughs> it's another interesting one. He played for nine years, oh, he played with Cleveland only in 2013 as well but he did finish the season with the guardians or the Indians. Yeah. His initials are DS. Oh, dear. he hit for us that year, 233, 10 home runs. I don't I don't know. I'm He got we got him from Cincinnati.
3: I should know this.
1: He had thirty stolen bases and forty stolen bases.
3: Oh my, bases yeah. What was that? Years. Oh my gosh, I can see. Oh, what was his name? I can see that, him out. That's why yes. I wanted
1: to give you the steals because you. He, he would, he would Yes, tri- I can
3: see. I can't. Oh my gosh, I can see him swipe. Oh my gosh, what is his name? I don't know. For audience sake, I I, I got to tap
1: out. I got to tap Drew Stubbs. Out. Drew Stubbs. Okay. I remember
5: it. Yes. <laughs> oh, I can. So, see him. I remember we made that. Trident. Name a more forgettable player.
1: So, Thank yeah, you. so here's this real quick run through of the, the rest of the team for you here Masterson, Ubaldo, Scott Kazmir, Corey Kluber, Zach McAllister was our one through five. Chris Perez, Brian Shaw, Cody Allen, Joe Smith, and Rich Hill was our bullpen. And then you had some dudes that were, you know, just through a few games like Matt Albers, Danny Salazar, Carlos Carrasco, Vinny Pistano, Nick Hagadone, Mark Jepsinski, Trevor Bauer are just some of the names Josh Tomlin that pitched for us that year as well. And guess who won manager of the year? Terry Francona with that team that I just went through. Was that the
3: years. year that Giambi hit the home run?
1: So, perfect that you'd bring that up. As a close for that, there were some big accomplishments that happened that year. That was one of them. He was the oldest player in MLB history. to hit a walk-off for him at 42 years old in 202 days. Uh, and that was July 29. Was that
3: against the White Sox?
1: Then he hit the oldest hit a walk off home run later in the year on September 24th at 42 years 259 days. So he had two walk off balls. Okay. okay. <laughs> that years. So that's I think more interesting than break his own record. I, I think our, what
3: we concluded is you're banned from time in the year 2013.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then our <laughs> and then our uh, all stars Kipnis and Masterson that year. Okay. Kibniss had inside the park home run that year as well, which is the first in Indians history since 2010. Um, and the other thing you might be able to do was um, at May 19th, the Indians defeated Felix Hernandez and the Mariners, improving the record against former Cy Young winners to seven and one. Wow. So, and that was at May, May 19th, right? And they, they beat R.A. Dickey. As I yes. Right there. They won the home opener. David Price. Wow. Roy Holiday, Cliff Lee. Bartolo Colon, Justin Verlander, and Hernandez. And then they lost to Jake Peavy. So those are some old Cy Youngs that, you know, in case you watch
3: out, watch out Medina County. They'll get you. I'm telling you. They got the helicopters too. They'll get
1: you. (laughs) (laughs) Helicopters to get Ed and Columbus speed. Uh,
3: You know, I've never got pulled over for speeding in Medina County, but I've seen a bunch of my buddies have have said that they've got the helicopter got them the one time and they got pulled over. So watch yourself, watch your speed. Thanks, Sean. I want to thank Sean for uh, commenting he's he, it was fun uh we always love a uh, fan interaction on the we like sports show because hey it's a, a show built for we we is all of us and our audience as well so i want to go around the horn here and do final thoughts because uh, i think we had a fun packed show here today i i sometimes you know sometimes we have guests sometimes we don't sometimes i like it when it's just us drew you're a guest today so you know you got a big game tonight <laughs> yeah i know I'm, I'm excited for you because anytime you know one of our guys has their team playing i know you're a big new york giants fan so we'll start with you first final yeah. thoughts tonight drew
5: Oh, I hope I'm just not sad in the morning. <laughs> uh, I hope they put up a good uh, I hope the Giants play just a complete game. Like, I just want to play tough. That's all.
3: Okay, fair enough.
1: Casey, um, nothing crazy for me this week, surprisingly. Um, I just came back from Florida, uh, you know, a few days ago. So, back to work I go. How fun. Well,
3: I, I got to know something, and the We Like Sports audience has to know this. You now went, last Thursday, went bowling with uh, one Peyton Bins. So, Vince. what series did you, How, how I good was I experience? can't. I
1: don't want to do this one. So, I bowled two weeks back at home in Cleveland. My first series was a seven fourteen. Uh I had a 266, 230-something, and a 215. This one was like a 2 or 7, 740, Whoa. around there. I had another 266, a 233, and a 225, something around that. So uh, I have (laughs) two pretty high series, you know, when I was back in Cleveland bowling. An interesting fact, I do not bowl when I'm here. Um, So the only time I ever bowl is in Cleveland. So it's even more interesting that I pick up, you know, and through that well, like riding so. a bike with Casey, he just picks it up and he just goes. Yeah, those, I always say those white people sports I pick up really quick. So that in golf, whenever I go back home, those are two two sports that I always, you know, I can pretty much pick it back up pretty well and not have a a hiccup, you know. That's good. That's
3: good. Um, well, congratulations on your 740 series. Yeah, my my, I- my
1: average is a, is a 241 now. So, <laughs> oh, oh wow. it's crazy. That
3: is crazy. Good. That's nice to know. Uh, so if it's I have a tight need, nutrition, Titan yeah, tight nutrition, and our new sponsor, Dubby. So check out Dubby. That's they got right. the uh, the energy drinks that you can mix, and they don't give you the jitters. So when you're bowling, you don't uh, you know go crazy. Yeah, and I don't hit my leg. Throw, throw it into the other lane on accident. You don't want to do that. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to do that. So my final thoughts is, you know what? I just want to say how thankful I am to be the host of the We Like Sports Show with my co-host, you guys. And uh, it's it's been a pleasure. And I, I, I'm always grateful and always look forward to Monday. Sometimes it's stressful putting a show together. And, you know, especially, you know, the sports obviously dictate the topics and everything. But it makes it much easier with guys like you because uh, it's just like talking in a bar. So I appreciate you guys. I appreciate our audience. Uh, you know, we like sports, but we like you. We especially like you when you tune in. So check us out next Monday at 5. 30 as well. We'll put together a fun packed show. And uh, until then, everybody enjoy sports and uh, enjoy each other. Have a good one. Talk to you guys later. Peace.